I wouldn't say no, there is nothing because I'm studying in the Ukrainian university or what. No, but it's there, and I see this every time. I see this every day. Marhaba. So this is our first episode of the new series on travel radio, studying why black. Now, talk to me. You have been living in Ukraine for how long now? I've been living in Ukraine for three years now. Three years, interesting. Yes. I learned psychologists say that it takes six. Is it twenty-one days or from a habit? Which I believe a lot about you have changed. What has changed about you as a black student or a black studying in Ukraine? Okay, I would say a lot has changed. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, after moving here, like for the first year, like a lot has really changed because when you move to a different, even the way you perceive things, you just perceive them differently. Uh, from the way you used to. So I believe a lot of things has really changed with me and moving here made me to look things differently. So yeah, that's that's what has changed about me. I look at things differently now, like with a different mindset. Why did you choose to, to study in Ukraine? Over UK? I mean, let me check. Let me do a quick check. If we look at the Zambian visa-free opportunities, you would see that... There are quite a number of countries you Zambians can go to, and that also gave your passport privilege of getting a lot of European visas or perhaps even American visa, considering that visa refusal rate in your country is probably not as much as that of Nigeria. And if I look at it, a Zambian passport holder can travel to about 71 countries, which is for Africa quite huge. I mean, including Singapore visa free, Philippines including Malaysia, including Hong Kong. I'm just picking out some countries in the Asian continent, not to mention South Africa, you know, and some other countries in Africa and, of course, in the Americas. I mean, Belize, Ecuador, Bermuda. I mean, these are countries you guys can go to, including the Caribbean, Trinidad, St. Kitts and Nevis, uh, Jamaica, <coughs> Dominica, British Virgin. I mean, why did you choose Ukraine? Great question. Um, I'll tell you one thing, you know, um, for me personally, I, I wanted all those, like, personally, I wanted to study in Canada, yeah? Okay. And, um, you know, situations happened and, you know, I happened to um, find Ukraine and Ukraine was not even on my list, mm. like, of studying. I never even dreamt of studying in Ukraine, but I found um, most of the universities in Ukraine when you know when you are deciding to choose a university to start you look at the fees and look at so many things and you compare so I looked at so many things and I compared and I found Ukraine to be on the affordable side for my part and my budget for, for, uh, for study. so hence me going forth and coming to Ukraine to study so 
Ukraine is is an affordable um, country for students to come and study in. All right. Interesting. There's a statement we use on Travel Radio. Everybody goes somewhere. And um, I bet you for a lot of Nigerians who I have had to deal with with regards to studying abroad, a lot of things they say is they want to go to countries where they can study, you know, work at the same time. Did you put that in consideration when you were going to Ukraine? Apparently, you are not supposed to do that when it comes to Ukraine because Ukraine does not allow foreign students to access work in Ukraine. Mm. So, um, for those who are considering to come and study and find work in Ukraine, it will be difficult, but there are some options for online jobs, rather. So, um, and that you can do it at least maybe after you have clocked a year oh. in Ukraine so that you are familiar enough to be conversant with how to, just the basics of how to speak Russian or rather Ukrainian so that you can communicate with other companies. Because as much as they are advertising online, you you find that most of the things online are in Russian. So it will be better for you to like wait a little bit. Maybe after a year, you can now, after you are conversant enough with the language, you can apply to search for a job or rather, yeah, for a job online. So it is possible, yes, to work and while studying, but it will be very difficult. More especially in my city, um, most students really fail to uh, study work, but it will take someone with uh, with goals rather to go ahead and and study. Um, I mean, to go ahead and work. All right, quick one. Teach me the name of your city. How do you pronounce it? <laughs> it's called Zaporizhia. Zaporizhia. Mm, did I get it? Yes, please. Interesting. Yes, so let take us on a tour. What are the facilities if a student is coming to be part of your university? What is the name of your university? And then tell us about your school. We will jump right into talking about how to apply to study. Then we will get really into sharing experiences with being black in a white country. Okay. Alright, I'll tell you one thing. Um, mm -hmm. I'm the only black uh, black girl at my school. Interesting. You must be a celebrity. I'm not in. <laughs> I'm not in a, a medical school. I'm studying public relations in the nice. Ukrainian university. Nice. So everything that I'm actually uh, using is in Ukrainian. So most of the students that I'm found with are all Ukrainian, and your. <laughs> It's been um it's been an amazing journey for me and rather yeah, I've learned so much uh, being in a Ukrainian university and I wouldn't say much about um, for those students planning to come and study medicine in Ukraine because I've never been in a medical thing. Okay, so um, studying in Ukraine rather it needs someone with uh, discipline because the <laughs> they have so much um discipline in place for students more especially when those students who like absconding from um, attending lectures and you find that um, there, there's so much for students to do being in, in a Ukrainian university rather in a European university it's just like it's just the same like any other university there are some disciplines that they have put in place mm. that that every 
every student has to follow. And if you, you try not to follow those, they, they actually charge. So you have to pay or rather there's extra job that you have to do. Mm. And here they take it so seriously that you, after doing the punishment that you've been given, you have to redo the work and submit on time again. So yeah, they, they have put those um, strict discipline for all the students to, to adhere to them. Nice. So when you come, what are the facilities your university have? Library, basic things that will attract any African students to want to study in your university. And what's the name of your university? Okay, I started at Zaporizhia National University. Okay. So uh, basically, the library, as I said, uh, you cannot go into a Ukrainian library if you do not know the language. Wow. Because if you are to go in there and expecting to find English books, it will be difficult for you. Wow. So, um, better learn the language and go there if you are going. But most of the, the things, the library is there, books are there, everything is, has been put up like for the students to go and utilize. But it will take someone who understands because they are not going to display English um books in the library because most of the Ukrainian do not speak English. Mm. So everything rather for all the foreign uh, students, they'll find everything online. So I don't think most of the students really go in the library. Most of them, they do research online. So that's why you find that internet in Ukraine or rather in Europe is very affordable. Mm. Interesting. But so everyone has got access to it. Mm. Nice. But are you studying in Ukrainian language or you're studying in English? I'm studying in Ukrainian. Oh, nice. And how are you able to assimilate when the lecturer is talking? I remember watching one of your classroom video and I was listening to the language and I was wondering what is happening here. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I was like, I was hoping to listen, hear some English language and I'm like, what is happening here? How long does it take you to learn? Okay, what happens is that when you uh, move into uh, the university, they will put you in, um, they call it internship. You have to go into one year learning the language. Hmm. So I learned uh, my first year, I, I started with a Ukrainian language hmm. and I learned for the whole entire year. I was not in school, I was just learning the language. So after one year, that's when now I was uh, admitted to enter the university, and that's how I started. But I'll tell you what, it wasn't easy even just being, like, after studying the whole year, Ukrainian language, and then going to the native speakers and be in class and understand everything. It was it was really hard, but I utilized my um, translator. <laughs> mm, nice, nice. So I was I was listening to some of the things and some of the things I was unable to understand, but I used my translator to translate some of the words. And at the end of the lecture, I'll go back to my translate and check everything that the lecture was um, saying, and I'll go through them and I'll be able to understand my lecture and I'll go ahead and do my assignments. So it will take <laughs> someone who really, like, it will take, if you're interested in learning something and if you love what you're doing it will be very easy True. for you to understand and for you to to um, to 
to learn. True. So, but so, tell me, yeah. I, I'm I'm fascinated about some things about the language and studying in the language in the Ukrainian language, and for you, that is a a black experience in terms of studying because um, some other students would rather want to shorten their year by studying in English so that the course of two years won't take them three years or the course of uh, three years won't take them four years. You see my point. So how have you managed or able to succeed in exams when you are doing your exams for the next year? Okay, so with my exams, what happens is that when I'm writing my exams, most of them, we do them online, yeah? Yeah. We have never sat like in class writing, so most of them, they're online. And uh, what I do is that I do not just use the Ukrainian language. So I use the, uh, I translate my module into for, for better understanding. Mm. With my lectures, I use translator, but when it comes to my exams, I use, I translate them into English and I'll be able to, to do my exams. What about writing essays? Are you able to type in Ukrainian language? Yes. For yes. some of your essay tests? Yes, you're able to do that because you cannot submit in English. Interesting. Let's quickly talk about jobs students can do. Specifically, what are the kind of jobs students can do in Ukraine? Because a lot of African students are discouraged of the fact that they cannot study and work. But of course, a lot of people who have lived in Ukraine, I mean black students, are able to say, you know what, you can actually work, but these are the things you can do and these are the conditions for you to work. Can you mm-hmm. walk us through? that okay so i would say again as in general a student a foreign student is not allowed to work in ukraine mm. but in everything there is an alternative to it what? so um you can get a job online um there is work.ua that's the website that most foreign students use to get jobs so when you log into that website you find english jobs there and most jobs for foreign students are, maybe you saw my previous uh, video, I don't know if you watched it, because I shared most of the things there. I shared to say most of them, they can work either being a teacher or an accountant. They are English accountants, most of them. Um, yeah, they are offering English accountants, being a teacher, and you can work as well as being a um, customer support service. But these jobs, most of them, they are not Ukrainian jobs. Mm. So you can be a customer service based in Ukraine, but working for an American company. So these companies abroad, they've placed uh, spots in Ukraine for customer support to be able to be assisted. So you find that most students are not working daytime jobs. Mm. They're working night jobs because of the time difference. So if you are willing to work as a foreign student, just ensure that you are, you are not going to work during the day because during the day you have to be in class and nighttime you can now work. Mm, I see. I see. Now, yeah. I don't know if my explanation is yes, better yes, enough. Yes, yes. Yeah, but, um, okay, I'm on the site right now, work.ua, and uh, it's in Ukrainian language. I tried to put it in a translation, English translation, with the Google Translator, and... Um, yeah, it still gives me find vacancies. Yeah, it's in English, and I can see that some of it are in English. Mm-hmm. Now, for mm-hmm. most people who use the application, 
to because i see also that you can download the app uh, on your mm -hmm. smartphones or your mobile devices are there english options for some of this work or are the jobs in ukrainian languages no no no. you can translate that and most of the jobs are in english because nice. they understand that all these people are going on work.ua and nice. they are foreigners nice so all the jobs that you're getting there they are all for foreign students and even some natives here they do go on work.ua and they get their job say so you can just easily translate that and you can find that they're offering um english jobs and you can apply it's very simple all mm. you need to do is just submit your resume you prepare a short resume you submit it there and if any job that you enter there specifically for what you want mm. they'll definitely contact you nice so but let me ask this specifically mm. in your own opinion what are the kind of jobs that you would say students are usually doing i mean like customer care it what in your experience okay in my experience i think the best option for every foreign student to go for is uh, being customer support all right because um this is a direct job for you okay and it won't involve so much to do all so right. um yeah customer support and just being a teacher you can teach kids I've seen most of the foreign students here teaching and they are teaching English. They just sit on the computer and kids are seated because most of them, they do uh, distance learning because of the pandemic now. Mm. So I've seen most of them succeeding in that area, being a teacher. Mm. Nice, nice. Yeah, nice. But, but a challenge of being a teacher also comes in when most of these kids do not really understand English. That means you need to know a bit of russian i don't know if you can yeah i see your point so that you can where they do not understand you have to explain a little in russian or rather in ukrainian I for see. the child to understand yeah so that's why i'm saying the best one is customer care because you're not going to deal with anyone in a different language you're just going to go ahead and just speak to an american person who's who's who's, who's going to understand you everything that you're going to say to them rather rather than being a teacher because you need to know a little bit of I see the point. language here i see your point yeah. i see the point now let's talk about some cultural differences or shocks you have experienced um i remember in your video you mentioned being stared at what was that like mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm just seeing your questions because i i shared most of all these questions on my channel because I, I got a lot of questions regarding this. All right. And most of my Facebook friends they all asking me how is it like what what is what really shocked you in UK? But you know, I, I believe each and every country has got something that you'll be marveled about and you'll be like, Really? These mm -hmm. people do this. Yeah. And the first thing really that really shocked me was um I'll start with the PDAs, yeah? You should never bring your African mother or grandmother in Ukraine because they will <laughs> definitely book the flight back to their country. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I know what I'm saying because the first the first week I came, I did not expect it. You know, I understand white people are free, like free with PDAs, mm. but in Ukraine is is the worst. I don't know how to say it because. People can just stand anywhere. They do not care who's there. They do not care like what type of people are, are surrounding them. You know, in Africa, 
we look at the environment yeah what type of people are here and yeah why should i start i start doing pdas right yeah. on the bus station where everyone is yeah but not in ukraine man like <laughs> okay yeah so that's the first thing that really shocked me and the second one was with this thing that, um more especially in my city um i understand um kiev is the capital city for yeah, uh, yeah. ukraine um, so most Zoe, of just a, Joyce, just a second yeah. just a second a thought came to me that some people might struggle with pda what is pda what does she mean by pda is it a disease or something no pda is a public display affection where you can hold hands with opposite sex or kiss same sex or opposite sex unlike some other country if you're like trying if you want to study in Saudi Arabia you know you can't even hug uh, an opposite sex publicly uh, otherwise you will be flogged you see but in Ukraine in other words Zoe is saying that it is destination for PDA public display affection so you were talking about the the next shock Let, let's hear that Okay, thank you for that clarification. I I forgot. <laughs> it's all right. I forgot I didn't explain that. It's okay. all right. So the next one is the steering. You know, um, for me personally, I understood that most tourists do not really come to uh, these other cities. Okay. Most of the tourists are in the capital because everything is there, and most uh, Ukrainian people are familiar with tourists that side, not mm, any I other see. city. So for my city, it was kind of difficult for them here seeing a dark-skinned person. Mm. So the first time, like I, I tried to go into a shop. They call it a magazine here. Okay. So a shop is a magazine, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So when I walked into a shop, and the first thing people at the counters, they just looked like they marveled, like wow. Some of them even coming closer, like wanting to touch my hair, to see like how how is this possible? Touch touching my skin. So for for me, really, like it, I was amazed. I was like, really, like you've never seen a dark skinned person? Because in Africa, we we see white people everywhere, and I believe Zambians really have some whites. Is it indigenous um, citizens, if I may say, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, like, for me, that was really a shock, yeah. And kids, when you meet kids on the street, most especially you are taking a walk, mm. they'll actually stand and just leave way and just watch you. <laughs> so if, if you are not really conscious enough to understand the kind of environment that you are in, I think that some people really get affected with this and they'll even fail to start moving because of what they are seeing in the street. <laughs> like they've seen a ghost or an apparition. Exactly. <laughs> you even fail to say, it. right now if I walk out, people will just look at me, will just stare at me. It's really difficult, more especially if you are to go into deep. I, I had a video that I uh... went into a certain village Okay. I don't know if you saw the video that I made for Ukrainian village. No. I went to that village. My goodness, the staring was at another level. Oh my word! Where now people were just like standing, leaving everything that they're doing. They just want to come and just touch you to to check your skin. But they are not violent, right? No, 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 no. That's nice. They are not. They are just. They are just amazed, as in, how possible is it that someone can be this dark? Well, I'm sorry, but I'd like to mention something here in a passing, rather. 
I mean, if you are in a white land, uh, let me use that phrase, or in a white community where you appear to be the only black and all they do is stare at you, touch you, and nobody is taking a weapon against you, then I wonder why um, black South Africans I mean, find it easy to raise arms against um, a fellow black skin. That is food for thought for me. Let's just let people just process that for a moment, but continue. I mean, um, this is fascinating for me. Yeah. So that, that was the second one with the staring of people. And um, what is another thing that I would like to share concerning the culture shock? Okay. So, um, you know, there is some, <laughs> there's some cultures. I don't know um, if I should share this, but um, I, I don't know if you watched the whole video of my, culture shock for ukraine you know um that these markets like rather in africa we have specific spots yeah. that we have placed for markets yeah, say, yeah. no this we are going to sell here this we are going to place them here and this you are not a, this place you're not allowed to sell anything this place like that yeah but not in ukraine uh, in ukraine rather any, any, like you can do business anywhere at any point, especially in the evenings. Mm, yeah, and I see. like it's not really organized. I don't, I don't know if I should call that, mm. but for me it was, it was a shocking thing to find that every corner anybody can do business and flowers everywhere. You find that at any corner that I tend to, someone would just pass me, please buy the flowers because here it's like <laughs> romance everywhere. That's nice. So you just have to find if you're moving with someone, every corner you can just find someone selling flowers. You just buy, give your lover. <laughs> Interesting. The flower point. So for me that was shocking enough, and I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. So that are some of the few shocking <laughs> culture for Ukraine that I would like to share. Have you? What is your experience being black in Ukraine? Really? I mean. Everything you've shared is your experience being black, yeah? But I'm saying a lot of people say things like racism in most of their um, videos or in most of their uh, expression studying in in Ukraine or in other parts of Europe. Um, there's something someone says, they said, when you see a shark in an ocean, you are in a space. You don't expect a shark to be really nice to you because it's, you are in a space. And a shark might see you and walk away. A shark might see you and attack you. It depends on, we don't know, whatever situation. Maybe the shark has been fed already and feels that, like, you know what, I'll spare you. And um, But, you know, complaining that, oh, there's a shark in the ocean. No, can you see that shark? You are in his habitation. So there is no point for complaint. Is that applicable to Ukrainians with the way they relate to black people, in your experience? I'll tell you what. Um, when it comes to racism, I feel in any, like every white country, there is racism. But it just depends on how you take it. Mm. So mm. racism is, is here already. Like a lot of people are facing this. And I wouldn't say no, there is nothing because I'm studying in the Ukrainian university or what, no. But it's there and I see this every time, I see this every day. But 
I, I believe one should never allow this to affect their their minds and just allow depression to come on them because of what they're facing on, on a daily basis. But I believe this started a long time ago. Are you saying it can be and depressing? The experience can be depressing, is that what you're saying? It can, yes. I see. Well, especially if you are really mistreated and mm. maybe you... you something happened to you that was unexpected because um i'll tell you one thing i there's a day i i walked into a shop i'll just give you an example instead of explaining something but let me just give you an example i walked into a shop and this person um didn't want to attend to me because i'm black Wow. Um, this person just wanted me to maybe someone else to attend to me and I was moved out of the line actually to say wow. wait for someone to come and attend to you why because this person just chose to be racist now I'm sure you have so, a lot of white mm-hmm. Ukrainian friends right yeah yeah now what is their perception do you feel tolerated or do they really accept you for who you are some do some don't all right as I said, it depends with a person. All right. Some some will come and accept you because they understand you are like this and there is nothing you can do. You cannot change yourself. But some just have that mentality or some just believe on those things that, you know, these, if you are to check in these Ukrainian universities, the, the history that is there about black people, most of them, they have, it's sunk in their minds. Mm. It's stuck there. And that's what they believe. It's so shocking that most of the things that are in the Ukrainian universities about history, about black people, it's so negative. Mm. So that's why you see that racism will never end Mm. because these people, they are taught from a tender age about black people being baboons, being, you understand, like being nothing, Mm. literally nothing. It's so annoying and frustrating and really depressing when you come and just try to read anything that is in the library or just to find exactly what these people talked about that skinned people it's really annoying and really really annoying Mm. um and you find that this racism issue will never end because these things are still there in the library these people will never stop considering dark-skinned people being baboons or being monkeys or being white because that's what is there even a child who's born today, they, they, they grow up, they'll still find that in the, in the library and it will still continue. So as today, we cannot say we can end racism. No, we can't because these things are not removed out of the libraries. Mm-hmm. So we just have to accept it. This will continue happening because this is not cleared. It has to be cleared from the libraries of the students, from these people who are growing, for them not to see this, for them to consider us being people like them. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask this. Is this systemic in a way? Or sometimes do you... I know you've expressed being confrontational about racism where you single you out of the line. But to what degree is it systemic and physical? To what degree? Uh, percentage. I, I would say... Of course, in your experience. In my experience, I would say it's rather what would i say <laughs> let me say out of 10 8 rather it's that deep but 
you choose what you believe in. Could it be because of the city you are in? And I would say yes, All to right. some extent. All right, that's understandable. Because yeah, most of the tourists are not here. Only few people here, and in you know, uh, it's on. It's not only me because I've seen even my, most of my fellow African medical students. Mm. Some of them, I mean, there is the you know that in the medical students, medical students here. They, they do not do much of the practical. They do theory part mm. because they avoid this type of things happening. Mm. You go into practical, you go into the field, you find that this patient does not want to be attended to by a black person. And you are a student and you have to take results out of it and the, the patient does not want you to attend to them because you are black. I've seen this happening several times. Do you let's talk about the economy? Do you think the black population of students in the entire Ukraine are a huge addition to the economy, knowing that they are uh, is it a mid income country? Yeah, it is a middle income country. Uh, yeah, and I don't know how to <laughs> I don't know how to explain this one. Um, All right. Just put it in any way. Can you hear me? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, Ukraine is a middle-income country. All right. And as that telling on the people, obviously we know that um, the economy, it has effect on the people. And perhaps maybe that's why every street in the evening, there's no limits or boundaries to where you can sell. And uh, sometimes it's as a result of poverty because it's all survival. Uh, instance is that one of or there are many other ways that mix um, you see in a country where there is a lot of poverty you would expect a lot of things like prostitution kidnapping banditry and all kinds of stuff in different names and different shades um, what is peculiar with Ukraine when it comes to the effect of the economy on the people yeah I think I I think you are right because you know any middle income country you find that there are a lot of things happening and for ukraine um i find people rather working hard but earning little mm. and that has really affect them in, in in so many areas you find that a person having three jobs um in order for them to meet their needs mm. it's really hectic and some of them now end up doing wrong things and yeah, like this really affects like 90% of the people and yeah, like it's really stressful, more especially for, for the people here. It's stressful for them because you find that houses rather, apartments are expensive and um, I don't know if you watched my recent video, I don't know if I narrated on that one because um, people really work hard in Ukraine because of what what their income is mm -hmm. that able to meet it they find themselves really um finding so much to do and them displaying things as in selling things everywhere they find it maybe it will add up to what they have mm -hmm. so that they can survive wow what is the cost of living like apartment feeding transportation i think this one i'll i'll, I'll I'll explain again in as much as I explained um, 
cost of living in Ukraine is not high because it's a middle-income country mm-hmm. and most of them, they have understood this. So when it comes to transportation in Ukraine, um, it's very affordable. They've made it um, easy for everyone to access. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned in that video, I mentioned to say transportation is like, um, how much is five, five grievance in your currency in, in Naira? <laughs> I would have to check. <laughs> okay, I'd have to check so the... transportation is very affordable in Ukraine, and okay. you can go anywhere. And um, let me just say, it's it's less than a dollar, rather, okay. to go anywhere. It's very affordable. Like in the city, yeah, it's very affordable. And when it comes to food, food is very affordable as well. Only mm. these um, fruits and everything that they import from different countries, those mm. those are a bit on the higher side. Okay. In fairness, yeah, it is those... it is quite cheap. Looking at it from the Nigerian naira, it's approximately mm-hmm. seventy naira for five um, Ukrainian avni, right? Graven. Graven. Oh. Uh huh. I need to learn the language. Anyway, <laughs> but it's quite affordable. Yeah, it's very affordable. So the cost of living in Ukraine really every student can afford, mm. and you are not you are not going to struggle with food with transportation when you come study in Ukraine. In fairness, so that is fair because you see, transportation and feeding is very important. The next important thing is, you know, the Maslow law, shelter, food. I mean, those two things are very key mm-hmm. in any system, in any country. And if you don't have to struggle mm-hmm. too much for that, then I think it is fair enough. And I consider Ukraine as a pro. And in that regard, for me, I would say it's a pro, which we will talk about. But please go on with the cost of living. Okay. So I would say, you know, most, most students look at that when they are actually looking for where to study. Because you need to look at your safety, as in where you're going to live, how much you're going to pay. And really, even me, when I looked at this, I, I thought, why not just going for it? Because when I looked at the accommodation, it was fair enough with my budget. The food, very fair enough. Transportation, very good. So, yeah, when it comes to this, Ukraine, they have understood them themselves and they said, we are not going to struggle with this. And they've made it very good for everyone so yeah with cost of living very good in ukraine nice nice what are the pros yeah. of living in ukraine which cost of living i'll say it's number one in my opinion what other thing do you find interesting to say come to ukraine and study um the most important thing is the internet wow nice internet is very affordable in ukraine you know if i'm to go back to my country I don't think I'll be able to stay for this long on a on a on an online call because I'll be looking at my data hmm. and I'll be like, yo, I don't think I can manage to do this interview with this guy because I won't have <laughs> money for this. But when you are in Ukraine, you have it's more like free access to internet because it's very affordable. Nice. So this is top, like the most important thing that every student has the speed. look at because uh huh. How's the speed of the internet? It's very fast. Uh, the speed. Uh, how do they, they check the speed? Um, I know it's <laughs> the uh, speed is very good. Something and between yeah four th- two and ten. Is it? I've forgotten exactly, but 
Um, I know <laughs> it's measured. Well. It's measured but, that. Yeah. yeah. All in all, internet in Ukraine is very good and very affordable, mm. and everyone can just access it. No matter how poor you are, mm. you still have access to the internet. Mm. Nice, nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of teaching, is it nice? Yes, it is. Is it a pro <laughs> for you? Kind of. Oh, nice. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. nice, nice, nice. All right, so, so okay, I, I'm looking at it now. It says 59.13 Mbits per second is mm-hmm. how fast Ukrainian mm-hmm. internet speed is. Interesting. That's really nice. And it's ranking 59th um, amongst world's, world's country by the fixed broadband internet access speed nice really not bad so let's talk about life after studies when are you graduating and what is life going to be for you are you going to settle in ukraine are you considering another european country are you looking to get a citizenship in europe what is life after study okay so i would say it in general (laughs) all right I won't say it um, directly to me, but I will say it in general for some reasons. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, in general, every student that comes to study in Ukraine after life after school will be going back home. All right. All right. Why? Because of some shocking experiences and everything that I've mentioned earlier. Okay. And okay. some people would choose to go to another European country after acquiring their documents from here. All right. So, yeah, there, there are a lot of reasons, but most of them will just literally choose to go back home. Interesting. And for you, what do you think is the goal for you? Okay, based on what I'm doing and what I'm working on, because most of the things that I'm doing are online. Yeah. And me finding Ukraine to be very good when it comes to internet, because I cannot find a country that I can go to and have this good access to internet that will will put my work done easily or nicely in the... Other than Ukraine, so I would say it will be Ukraine. <laughs> nice, interesting. All right then. All right then. All right then. Interesting, really interesting. <laughs> it's a bit of yeah. a shock for me, though, but nice. <laughs> but I think Lithuania has—they've uh, got good internet. Um, I've had to listen to some vloggers from Lithuania, and they say the internet is good. So maybe you might want to consider Ukraine. Poland, but it's not for me to say, but it's for you to do your research and find what is suitable for you. But honestly, Zoe, this has been highly, highly informing, and um, we've had this interesting conversation on studying while black. And I share in your story in the passion of your experience, and that is the beautiful thing about Travel Radio Live is a travel centric radio station that tells travel stories and people's experiences and nothing nothing makes two experiences the same and that for us it's a big deal your story your experience it's a big deal to us and we cherish it however i'm, I'm really hoping that um, you will find 
an amazing time with your study and I really look forward to more conversations in some other areas because I, I must say you're doing amazingly well because when I look at some of your videos and the things you've covered you are indeed a public relations person and for your experience which I'm gonna ask as a last question I don't know where you find the motivation the inspiration to go on where you talk about experiences catching a bus or transportation experiences with um, what the train looks like a different videos you put out there just to talk about ukraine which for some people might i mean find ukraine very interesting to want to come and study what really inspires you what what gives you the drive a good question um i'll tell you why i have people back home that really um really have no idea of where Ukraine is and what it's like to be in Ukraine. Mm. So I get so many questions when they hear that I'm in Ukraine and I'm studying in Ukraine. They got, like for them, they really got so fascinated to ask me so many questions. So those really drive me to go beyond what I'm supposed to do because they bring so much questions to me, more especially on my Facebook page. Mm. So, um, when I get those questions, I really fail to respond to each person. So, mm. I'll just tell them, okay, let me do a video for you regarding this. Nice. So, those people really um, drive me to give them what they want to know about this country. Because not every African person has been to Ukraine. And Obvious. them knowing that Ukraine has been a country that has been fighting and they cannot come and study in Ukraine because <laughs> they, they feel their life will be in danger. Um, I, I tell them to say, you know, not the whole, not Ukraine, like the entire Ukraine is like that. So where those things were happening, it was the other side of Ukraine at the border, the border between Ukraine and Russia. But you can, I just want to show them to say, you can study in Ukraine, you are safe to be here. So and you accept, do not limit yourself to say, I cannot study in Ukraine because they are fighting, because it's mm. not safe for me. So for me, um, I want to give everybody a, a privilege to say, you can come and study in Ukraine and your life is safe. You can move anywhere. So that, that really drives me to go beyond what I'm supposed to do on my channel. Let's end on a good note, on a beautiful note, which I hope it is what is interracial relationship what is it like in your own experience in ukraine interracial um what i would say is that it's a 50 50 thing all right all right all right yeah because i have friends who are dating ukrainians and they're actually good just the same as in a black dating a black person so it's a 50 50 nice nice that's a good one for anyone who wants to come to ukraine to at least know <laughs> because of yes, course yes 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 that's really nice i think on this note we have really have we've had a good time talking together on studying white black in ukraine i look forward to more conversation in future with everything you'll be doing uh, with regards to your studies ukraine and as you cover more milestone good luck i must say thank you for having me all right glad to have you 
All right, then. Yeah, that's a beautiful one from Zoe. I mean, it's been a beautiful conversation there. And so if you want to study in Ukraine, I mean, you've um, you've had one experience, one experience of somebody who is studying from Ukraine. Uh, Zoe is a Zambian and she studied public relations in Ukraine. She said she took a year to study the Ukrainian language and she takes her studies in Ukrainian language. How interesting. I mean, that's a huge challenge for many, 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 many people who are very used to speaking English, especially most of the African or Blacks who, uh, who in particular speak English in their country. Though some may have uh, other languages, but they mostly generally speak English. I, I know that that's going to be a bit of a challenge for some other Africans to say, no, I'd rather study in UK, I'd rather study in Ireland, I'd rather study in a country where English is mostly spoken, or I'd rather just go for a course in English in some of those language, uh, some of those countries in Europe where it can be a bit of a language barrier. Anyway, we'll be having a lot more so on this series, Studying While Black with African students or black students across the world coming, studying in different places. And um, you can just um, follow us on Twitter at Travel Radio Live, L-I-V, on Instagram and Facebook at Travel Radio Live, and on LinkedIn, we are at Travel Radio Live. My name is Tokwe Samuel. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as Tokwe Noma, T-O-P-E-N-O-M-A-D. Thank you for staying with us. 